Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs who one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Tim Kahn, the founder of the Image One Franchise Opportunity. And from their customer communication and environmentally friendly methods to their in-debt training and ongoing support, Image One has created an opportunity that calls for prospective franchise owners who are looking for a career, not just a job. And we're going to talk to Tim about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept? Or grow your franchise business. Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, 
we've been asking the Franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. And as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Tim Kahn, the founder of the Image One Franchise Opportunity. And from their customer communication and environmentally friendly methods to their in-debt training and ongoing support, Image One has created an opportunity that calls for prospective franchise owners who are looking for a career and not just a job. Hi, Tim. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. How are you doing? It's uh, great to be here. Thank you, Tim. It's great to have you on the show. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, Tim? Uh, I'm actually in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, good for you. Is, and is that where, where's the headquarters located, Tim, for uh, Image One? Yeah, the headquarters for the office is up in uh, Rolling Meadows, Illinois, which is uh, just oh. northwest of uh, the city of Chicago. Okay, fantastic. You know, I was telling my uh, son earlier before the show today, Tim, that um, he's 13 years old now. And I said, today I'm going to be talking to a gentleman who started his own business at 14 years old. And I don't know if it's impressive to you, but it's impressive to me and a lot of people that that, that I talk to. I I think for Image One, we have to kind of go back to that time, right? I mean, because that's really where I think all of this began. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that time and, and, and the history of Image One. Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs do get an early start, uh, yeah. maybe not as early as I did, but um, <laughs> so many of us, you, know, you, you start out, whether it's a, a lemonade stand or uh, yep. cutting grass and you're shoveling That's snow, whatever true. it might be. But, right. uh, you know, when I was four, 14 years old, um, you know, my parents owned, a, owned their own business. So I'd always been yeah. around business. And uh, they had a, a two-story, 10,000-square-foot office building that they, they occupied part of it for their business, and then they rented out part of it, and um, they needed a, a cleaning service. And uh, get to be the point where, you know, I wanted money for uh, my first car when I would turn 16 and, uh, you know, turned to my parents and said, hey, would it be okay if I did cleaning at, the, at, at your building? And that's how it all got right. started. That's amazing. It's really impressive. And then over time, then I, I guess, you know, I, I know you, you partnered with another gentleman, Tim. Like, I, I mean, talk about that. Like, I, I mean, at, at that time when, when you realized that, I, I guess, and not to say you weren't serious, but you really got serious about the business, didn't you? Yeah, so, you know, from the time that I was, you know, 14 and then all through high school and, and through college, I actually grew a, uh, a substantial business that was big enough that uh, by the time I was graduating, I realized I didn't need to go out and, you know, fight with all my uh, classmates over jobs. Right, exactly. Um, I was already, you know, had a successful business that I think was billing around thirty or $35,000 a month at that point. Um, and, and again, for a kid that's 21 years old, yep. that was, that was a, a substantial <laughs> business. You know, but by standards today, I know it was small, but um, but but for me at the time, that was huge. It was great. Yeah, and, of course. Um, I, I continued to do that after college for another uh, eight years, and uh, then I met my my partner Mike, and uh, we did a yeah. uh, he had bought a master franchise, and right. so we did a, a ten year agreement together in that, and when that expired, uh, that's when Image One was born. That's terrific. I mean, it's a great story. And how did you know, Tim? At what point? I, I guess that you were ready to franchise Image One. It probably, I, I realized you probably had everything down. It was all systematized. Um, it, maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, the, all the time that I spent in um, in the cleaning industry you know, really yeah. prepared me to uh, to help our franchise owners grow. Uh, right. So that, that was really the key, and I think that's one of the things yeah. that really sets us apart from so many other people is because I've been there. I've been in the in the shoes of the yep. guy that's just starting out and growing a business. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we did, you know, we, we put together all of the, the training and the policies and procedure manuals all based on those real life experiences. 
And right. you know, there were so many mistakes that I made in the early mm. years. And yeah. that's really what having a franchise helps franchisees yep. in any industry to avoid. Yeah. Because those mistakes have already been made. And the franchisor has those policies and those procedures laid out so that the franchisees don't have to repeat those mistakes. And that's, right. to me, that's one of the most exciting things about it is you know, we can help uh, anyone in the franchise industry can help the franchisees get past those, those problem early right. issues that they might have if they tried to do something on their own. Yeah, I think that's that's so important to me. And that's what I got, you know, when I was studying your model, you know, is it, and it it's it's I think what I learned after all these years is is, you know, to look towards the experience of, you know, the founder or, or who was ever running the organization and and you've been doing this such a long time now, um that you're right that your franchisees don't have to make the same mistakes that that you made in the past and and I think that's that's fantastic. So Image one is, is during commercial cleaning. How, how do you typically grab image one to like, if you're meeting with a prospective franchisee for the first time, Tim, or you were at a franchise show, how do you, how do you describe the concept? You know, it, it, it's cleaning, mm-hmm. but it really isn't about cleaning. It's, it's really right. about customer service, yeah. um, you know, and, and, and technology, you know, we, yeah. Um, very early on, we adapted into using iPads and, and getting into the technology um, sector that our, our competition still, you know, 15 years later doesn't have right. a lot of things that we have. Um, right. and, and that's really one of the things that we focus on. And, you know, really in the, in the last 12 months, um, the focus has really um, been on cleaning because yeah. people realize that you know, every other franchisor or every other franchisee in every other industry needs our franchise. <laughs> that's right. Everybody needs that cleaning done, you know, and that, that's yep. something that's really cool. And yeah. uh, our franchise owners have really done some amazing things in the last, you know, 10 to 12 months um, because, you know, disinfection has always been something that the cleaning industry is focused on, but now yeah. everybody is looking and saying, wow, this is something that's really important. We're not just cleaning for the perception of clean, but we're right. cleaning really for, for the purpose of disinfection. And, and really we've, 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 really come out to, to help our franchise owners become disinfection specialists yeah. um, to, to, to help other businesses, you know, reopen and stay open so that right. they don't have, you know, issues with their, with their team members or their, uh, their, their patrons that are coming in to visit their locations. Right. Uh, so that's really been an important thing in the, in the last you know, several months. It's interesting. I, I guess originally I was going to use the word exciting, but it's probably not the, the, the best word to use, Tim. But I mean, I'm just in thinking about, you know, what you just said. I, I mean, even thinking of, of the name of your business, Image One, I, I mean, I guess so in the past, you know, your service satisfied the need for an image. But I mean, today, I mean, so, so I guess we're about like one year almost into COVID. Now there's this additional need is what you're saying is, is for really you're cleaning, as you said, for like, like health purposes, you know, and, and it's, it's, Interesting uh, that shift in your business. I, I mean, I, I don't want to use the word exciting because it's probably not the proper word to use, right? But I guess there's this opportunity or bigger opportunity than what you've had in the past that you got these two needs. Is you got the need for image, of course, which is important for any business. But now, I don't even want to say even more so, but but that health image, it sounds like that's what you're saying. And I think that's important. Yeah, you're, you're dead on. And I, me too. I hate to use the word opportunity yeah. in a time of, of crisis. Or, right, or, right. You know, it, it just because it sounds bad. But the reality is, and our franchise owners recognize this, that they're going out there helping other businesses in their time of need. Yes. And 
so so that is an opportunity, and it is yeah. huge. And, and you know, we right. we were we were smart and lucky enough early mm-hmm. on when, when this whole thing came out that we said, you know, we're going to make a slight pivot and we're going to start doing a lot more disinfection. And you know, uh, we went out. And we've got a whole bunch of electrostatic sprayers for our franchise owners that they had the equipment available to them. Right. And they were really able to to capitalize on the fact that, yeah. that they had this equipment. Um, at a time when everybody needed to have it, and they were able to go out and, and, and create a new income stream that really didn't exist before. It was there yeah. in a very, very small, small part of what they did, and you know, now right. it's mainstream. And you know everything you see on, on TV, from the airlines to restaurants to um, hotels, you know yep. they're all doing electrostatic spraying. They're having yeah. services like ours come in to do that for them, um, because now that's the norm. That's, it's a right. necessity. You have to do it. Right. And, and so that's, that was really great was, was that our, our franchisees were able to pivot and, and yeah. make that turn and, and, and make an adjustment in very short time to, uh, to help them continue to grow their business um, at a time when a lot of businesses were really struggling. Right, right. What's interesting about you too, Tim, is is that you've, you know, in studying your model, it, it seems to me you were, um, proactive, you know, with technology. I mean, it seems like you were using Zoom before Zoom was even like a, a thing, right? I mean, it's like you were you embraced <laughs> yeah. technology, and and I think that's that that helped Image One to some extent, didn't it? Absolutely. You know, Zoom was just one one thing that you know, we we were yeah. early adapter right. when that stuff came out because I I like to be able to see our clients, our franchise owners face to face, and sometimes I'm I'm not there in the same state with them. Um, so it's it's great to be able to, to talk to them and actually see them. Um, and it, it you know it was always it was like the greatest kept secret until this year. Right. And now everybody That's knows right. about it. But uh, but you know stuff like that. And you know we developed an iPad app back in 2011 uh, for our franchise owners to be able to use to, for bidding and estimating. And and we've just continued down that path of of growing that technology because every industry is going that way. And, and if if you don't make those changes and adapt. To that, then you get left behind. And uh, sure. you know, imagine if, if, if IBM never changed from making typewriters into making computers. <laughs> they, <laughs> right, they exactly. Gone. It's a good analogy. That's fantastic. What 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 separates you, Tim? As you know, I mean, you know, there's other, of course, players in you know the franchise arena and even like the non-franchise arena. So I'm sure you know the question comes up, you know, when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee. I think you 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 hit on a bunch of them, but you know, what what separates an Image One franchise from you know other players that are in the industry? You know, the the cleaning industry as a whole, um, is, yeah, it's so so fragmented. There yep, are literally thousands of mom and pop companies. Yeah. Probably tens of thousands of right. mom and pop companies that are out there, and they don't have the systems in place. They don't have the yeah. uh, the policies, the procedures. They don't have the proper protocols for disinfection, and they do a good job, but but they just they're mom and pop companies, and and right. that's that's okay because right. there's a place for them. Um, and on the franchise side, I think that there's so many franchises that are out there in the cleaning industry, and they all yeah. kind of do it on the same the same model. Um, right. So when we decided yeah. we were going to franchise, we said, you know what, we're going to do it completely different than all of the other franchise models that are out there. Almost all of them operate on a master and unit um, k- kind of system. And we said, you know, we're mm-hmm. not going to do that. We're not going to put a middleman between our franchisees and us. We want to be able to right. with them. We want right. to train them to do their sales, train them to do their operations so they can build their business to whatever size they'd like without limitation. Yeah. And that's how right. we developed the software was 
to help them, to enable them to be able to do that. Um, right. because, you know, realistically, they can walk into any client's facility, enter all the information on the iPad, and before they walk out the door, they can give them a price. And that, yeah. that is not something that anybody else in our industry has. The, the technology is fascinating, isn't it, Tim? I mean, it just seems like it moves so fast. I mean, if you go back to when you were 14 years old, you know, and you, you've seen a lot of different eras of, of, of your industry. I, I mean, the, the technology has really, um, I, I mean, it has certainly simplified the process, hasn't it? Oh, it, it has. You know, back in, in, the, in the mid-'80s, um, you know, I was 18 years old when I bought my yeah. first cell phone. And, you know, it, it, you know, now everybody has them, and it was no big deal. Right. But back then, you know, it was, it was the big brick phone. I used to keep it in my back pocket. And I remember yep. one of my clients. <laughs> I remember. He, he, was, he was a real estate guy. He owned several uh, strip malls. And he, and he saw me walking out, and he goes, oh, you guys, you guys use radios? That's great. I said, no, it's a, it's a portable phone. <laughs> and he was like, you're kidding me. Can I, can I see that? <laughs> And he was amazed. And this guy was double my age. great. He had never seen a portable phone, you know? And so that I handed it to him. Again, it just furthered that conversation. So, again, yeah. early adaption of technology, I think, is something that I've always been a part of because I always wanted to, yeah, that's wonderful. to have the newest and the, the coolest stuff. And, and we've continued that through the, uh, the growth of the company. And, 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 you know, even yesterday I was on the phone with uh, a, a pr- prospective supplier that yeah. has robotic auto scrubbers, you know, it's oh like, my God. because as, as the labor market tightens in, yeah. in every industry, you know, people are looking for automation, different things to do. So now there's, there's robotic technology for cleaning so that if you, if you don't have people to fill that position, the equipment does the job on its own. So, so that's that it, incredible. It's, it's, yeah. It makes the franchise owners that much more um, flexible and able to, to right. manage what they need to do for their clients without having as much labor in that building. You're listening to Franchise Interviews, and today we're speaking with Tim Kahn, and Tim is the founder of Image One Franchise Opportunity, and from their customer communication and environmentally friendly methods to their in-depth training and ongoing support, Image One has created an opportunity that calls for prospective franchise owners who are looking for a career and not just a job. One question I have, we kind of, I don't want to say we stump our guests, Tim, but I think it's a difficult question to answer, but what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since launching Image One? I'm sure if you and I were sitting down having a, a cup of coffee together, you, you have a hundred stories, but does anything stand out, I guess, maybe over the last several years? Uh, you know, there's, there's so many things, you know, that are, yeah. that are you know, just cool and exciting things. Right. That I, the things I like to focus on are, you know, the positive things and it's yeah. the stuff, helping our franchise owners um, yeah. to achieve the goals that, that they're looking for. That, that's really the thing yeah. that stands out to me. You know, there was one, yeah. one time, and this goes back a few years, I was walking out of our, our, our office, and uh, one of our franchise owners pulled in, and she jumps out of her car, and I said, Diane, you bought a Jaguar? And she had the biggest smile on her face, and she wow. said, I did. She goes, it, it, was, it was always my dream car. I wanted to have it. And she came up, and she goes, don't tell anyone. It's not brand new. I said, I said, that's okay. I said, don't worry about it. Right, who I cares, said, right? Awesome. It's the Jaguar. You, you had that goal, and you went out and you did that. And to me, wow. stories like that, those are the most rewarding yeah. things. You know, whether it's someone that bought their car or they bought uh, their new home or a second home maybe, or they, yeah. they paid for their kids to go to college and, and you know, were able to you know, not have to take on huge debt to do that. Um, right. Those are the things that, to me, are just – it's so rewarding helping our yeah. franchise owners accomplish those goals. And, and to me, that's, that's the best part about what we do. 
Did you, did you know, Tim, I mean, if you kind of go back, you know, I mean, like, you know, at, at an early age, I mean, did, did you see this big picture at a young age or is it something that just kind of evolved over the course of time? Yeah, you know, I never imagined in a million years that, that we'd that franchise our business. Yeah, it, it was right. never, never a thought, never an idea. Um, right. And we kind of just stumbled into it and realized, hey, you know, this is a great opportunity right. to show other people what what we can do to help them um, to, to achieve what we've achieved. And, and we took our, our employees that were, were with us back in my original company, and we offered them all the opportunity to have a franchise. And they thought that was great, you know, because it was yeah. you know, they were just in a, a, a very low-level position. And early on, we said, you know what, hey, we're going to open this up to you guys before anyone else. If you'd like to do this, let us know, and you'll be the first group of franchise owners. And we had some that, that jumped in and said, yeah, this is fantastic. What a great opportunity. And um, uh, so, no, I, I never thought that it would, would have turned into what it has. But it's, it's been very rewarding. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's, it's an amazing story. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about your, your industry, Tim. You know, I mean, it's one of the things we always go back to as we look at the industry. I mean, your industry, and I don't know what the numbers are, you know, maybe you do. I mean, but it's safe to say that you're, you're a part of a, a huge industry. But it, it seems to me now, we were kind of like hinting upon this earlier, that, that there's going to be some growth in this industry as well, I guess, you know, with the evolution of COVID and things like that. I mean, is that safe to, safe to say you're part of a big industry and, and perhaps even a growing industry? Yeah, but, you know, the cleaning industry, there's, there's different numbers that are out there depending on what you include yeah. and what you don't include, whether it's, you know, just regular commercial cleaning or if it's right, floor right. care, carpet care, all those different things. But it's, it's somewhere around $100 billion, billion with a B, that's incredible. Um, dollars per year. Yeah, yeah that's wow. the annual uh, of, of the, the cleaning industry as a whole. And that's, you know, that's, yeah. that's a pretty big pie for everybody to, to, to share. Um, That's true. And, and yeah, I, I think it is. We're going to see changes over the next few, you know, sure. years uh, right. because of COVID. And I think that we're going to see the way offices are, are laid out are going to be different. We're going to see the way they need to be cleaned are going to be different. Um, and there's, there's a, really there's a great amount of opportunity that's there um, for our franchise owners and just for the, the industry as a whole to, right. uh, to 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 make those changes and and, and excel because of it. Yeah. And I guess, imagine I'm thinking just of your customer base. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's a, a variety of, of, of different types of customers. I mean, what's, what's important or because you've been doing this such a long time, Tim, you know, what's, what's most important to your customers? I mean, when they're, you're talking about, you know, commercial cleaning. You know, and, until this year or until, you know, the, the past 12 months, mm-hmm. I really think that appearance was the most important thing. You know, a lot of times yeah. we would go into a facility and we'd give right. them a price for, for the, the, the top level cleaning and they, they'd mm-hmm. scale things back. You know, right. say, you know what, don't worry about doing the, the, the door handles every day. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about doing the, uh, the telephones every day. Now, though, they've turned around and said, you know what, those absolutely have to get done. Yeah. We'd rather you not empty the trash, but you hit all those high-touch surfaces that, you know, people are, are you know, touching their hands to their face, and then they're touching doorknobs right. and things like that. Right. So it's kind of changed, and, and, and every business is different. It depends sure. if, there's, if it's a small office and there's only a, a handful of people that are there, and it's kind of a bubble environment where they don't have a lot of people coming in and out. Or you've right. got other places that, you know, it's a restaurant or it's a movie theater where you know, there's a high volume of people right. that are coming and going on a daily basis. 
And they have very specific needs for those types of businesses. Um, And so we write the spec specifically for what they're looking for to, to keep their facility clean and, and, and germ free as best possible. And what I love about your model too, Tim, is, is the repeat sale factor. You know what I mean? Is I, I guess, you know, you were mentioning earlier, customer service is important to you and, you know, and that leads to relationships, but of course then there's that, repetitive sale factor, isn't there? You know, it's just, it seems like it, it, it's ongoing. Um, that you maybe touch a little bit upon that because I, I think that's a great part of the model. Yeah, that's, you know, that's one of the great things about this industry is it is yeah. a, a recurring revenue model. Right. Um, you know, when you go and you sign a contract with a, you know, a, a bank or a car dealer right. or, you know, any, any other client that you might clean for, um, you know, it's, it's at least a 12-month contract. Sometimes it's right. 24 or 36 months. If it's, if it's a big enough contract, if there's wow. investment equipment and things, you do a three-year contract. That's nice. It's a three-year recurring revenue. Um, you right. Know, you compare that to so many other businesses where every month they have to go out and, and get new yeah. new clients, new revenue to come in, and they have to constantly be selling and selling and selling to, to do that. Um, yes. And that's, you know, that's a challenge. Um, yeah. so, so that is, that's, that's a huge benefit. And then on top of the, the recurring revenue, then you've got the one-time uh, jobs. You know, mm-hmm. a, a client that you clean every, every month, you know, twice a year they want their floors to be stripped away. Twice a year they want right. their carpets to be cleaned. Or if there's a, right. uh, uh, they're moving into a new office, there has to be a construction clean done, and they have to have a post-move-out clean from their old office. So there's all these little add-on services that can be done as well. You're listening to Franchise Interviews, and today we're speaking with Tim Kahn, and Tim is the founder of the Image One Franchise Opportunity, and from their customer communication and environmentally friendly methods to their in-debt training and ongoing support, Image One has created an opportunity that calls for prospective franchise owners who are looking for a career and not just a job. And maybe we can jump a little bit to, to franchising, Tim. I mean, when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee, what types of characteristics or traits do you think are important for them to be a match for image one? You've been doing this such a long time now, so you could probably determine if they're going to be successful or not. So what do you look for? You know, that's true. And, and when we, when I personally sit down with somebody or, or if I sit down with them a zoom call, yeah. um, you know, the, one of the first things is, is they have to have the right attitude. You know, right. if they're going to be successful yeah. in any business, they mm-hmm. have to have the right attitude. Um, that's so much. And, and you have to get, yeah. uh, get along um, with your, your the franchisees and the franchisor because it's a it's a long term relationship. You know most franchise right. agreements are ten years, and yeah. you know that's uh, it's, it's a lot like a marriage. <laughs> you know, you, sure, you, of course. you almost have to you know date the person a little bit to get to yeah, know them before right. you're going to make the commitment that's that's you know going to be a lifetime commitment. Ten years that's is a true. long time to be in business it's with somebody, very long time. and uh, you know j- just as messy as it can be for a. Uh, if, you, if you choose the wrong spouse, a divorce can be very expensive sure. and messy. If you choose the wrong franchise, it can yep. get very expensive and messy. messy. You know, so it's, I, I think people need to proceed with caution and, and yeah. you know, make sure they're making the right decision. And to us, that's one of the biggest things about when we award a franchise. We won't give it to a person simply because they can write the check. Really, right. that's the last yeah. thing we're concerned about. The, you know, the most important thing is that they're going to fit in with our culture. They're going to yeah. have the right attitude. Um, we know what their goals are and where they're trying to, to go with it because the, the franchise, no matter which one they buy, I feel like right. it's the vehicle to get them to where they want to go. You know, right. may, maybe they're buying their, their image one franchise just because it's the vehicle that they want to get them to the next level so that they can then sell this franchise 
and buy that next franchise. That's true. Um, and if that's what they want, that's great. We'll help them do that. And I, I understand too. I mean, you have, you have franchises of all, all different sizes too, Tim. You know, I, I know that you had one franchise. I guess they, you know, they they hit the one million dollar mark. So I mean, I guess there's you know all sorts of, of shapes and sizes for for your franchisees, and I, I think that's important. Does a sales background that does it help for for to be an image one franchisee? I'm sure it doesn't hurt, does it? Yeah, you know, a sales background is always going to be helpful, no matter what business yeah. you're in, and, and customer service. Those, those are really the two things that are the most important. And, and you know, yeah. most times you're not going to have someone that has both of those. Right. So then, you know, then it's up to them to hire to their weakness. You know, if, if they're good in operations right. and in customer service, then they yeah. hire a salesperson. If they're great in sales, then they do the sales and they hire someone from the operations side of it. Um, you know, it's it's really it's a 50 50 shot of, of which, which one you're going to be best at, which one you're going to hire to your, to your right. weakness. Um, or sometimes it's a husband and wife team that yeah. know, one goes out and does sales. The other one does operations and, and that's true. Right. Um, right. And, and that works really well as, as well. It just, it, there's no yeah. right or wrong way to do it. You know, and, sure. and what you were saying about, you know, the size of the, the business. Yeah. Some yeah. of our franchise owners are, are, they're small and they just got a, a small crew of people that right. are managing a, a handful of accounts. And there's other ones that really want to blow it up and grow a huge business. Yeah. Like the one that you mentioned, um, I think he's got near a hundred accounts and I think he's got about 25 employees. Wow. Uh, and, and he's got a, a substantial business, which is That's fantastic. And I know training it always seems to have been important to you, Tim. I mean, maybe you could talk a little bit about the training. I know training is different today. I mean, it's been a theme, you know, the show last year was, you know, COVID kept coming up and saying, okay, you know, the training's a little different, but, you know, maybe you could talk a little bit about the training, you know, what's it like now, or, you know, what will it go back to, you know, when, when I guess you could say COVID is, is, is over. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Well, first of all, I don't know if COVID will ever be over. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. It, it doesn't seem like it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think it's something we might just have to expect that we're going to live with in the long term. Yeah, it's just kind of, a good point. We need to make an adjustment, you know. Right. Um, but I, I think things are already, you know, returning to normal, um, yeah. at least as normal as they can possibly be. Um, but, you know, from, from a training standpoint, what we do with our, our, our new franchise owners is they come up to Chicago, they spend a week with us learning every mm-hmm. aspect of the business. They learn all about right. our software, they learn about sales, operations. Yeah. They go out with franchise owners in the evenings and actually clean uh, because mm-hmm. they, they need to understand what that is when they're starting to train their employees. And mm-hmm. then we've got a series of, of videos that they can watch um, that they're going to learn about everything about cleaning. And those same videos are for them to use with their employees to train them to do the cleaning. Um, right. We've got videos on, on operations, you know, how to do inspections, customer service, how to do sales, all those different things. We really spend a lot of time with them. And then we go to them in, in their market and mm-hmm. we'll send one of our, our national account uh, reps out to, to work with them in sales. That's great. And the week before that they go out there, our call center is dialing the phones like crazy, booking appointments in their market so that wow. we can do training with them in their market that's going great. to those accounts and, and, and giving, you know, proposals to those, those products right. and hopefully right. close some deals in that first week that we're out there for training. Um, and then a month That's after great. that, we go back out there and we do operations training with them. So they get three full weeks of training. Wow. And, then, and then we go out to every market a minimum of once a quarter. But for a new franchise owner, we've been going out there for a lot of them um, three or four days every month for that first year to really hit the ground right. running and help them to to, to, to you know, really get a good jump start and uh, and hit the goals that they're looking to hit. 
So when I have someone like yourself on the show, Tim, I mean, who I can definitely tag you as, as, as an entrepreneur, what advice would you give to our listeners? We call them aspiring franchipreneurs. I mean, most of them have it in their mind. They want to buy a franchise. But as, as you know, it seems like there's so much out there today, and we find that so many of them don't even know where to begin. So it becomes a little bit overwhelming. For, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? You know, it's, fu- it's funny that you say that because I, I mm-hmm. felt that 100%. And, and I, I apologize for <laughs> not even bringing this up before. Uh, yeah. and, and hopefully you're not going to be mad that I bring this up now because this is not no. a commercial for my book. No, but no I, not I at all. But I wrote a book last year called, called No New Ideas. Oh, and wow. I'm going to have to read it, that. It became an, yeah, it became an Amazon bestseller wow. uh, almost immediately. Oh, that's and great. The, the whole point of it was to help people walk through the process of buying a franchise. Yeah. So it walks them through every step. Because, you know, most times when I've gone to a franchise show and we're, where we have a yeah. booth, I yeah. look at people and they walk in, they're like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, exactly. Because all of a sudden they see there's, there's 500 different franchises for them to look exactly. at. Exactly. They had no idea. Yeah. And they walk around confused and dazed talking yep. to all these people and they have a right. bag full of literature and they get home and they dump and out the literature, they're even yeah. more confused and more overwhelmed. Exactly. And when you're overwhelmed, what do you do? Right. Nothing. You quit. Yeah, <laughs> when you're nothing. overwhelmed, you do nothing. <laughs> exactly. So they take all that stuff and they throw it back in the bag and they put it on the shelf yep. and they say, I'll get to that later. There. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. So I wrote yeah. the book to help people walk through that process so That's they understand great. You know, what, what should they be looking for in a franchise? You know, how do they decide if they want a brick-and-mortar franchise or if they want a home-based franchise, if they want to exactly. be in retail or if they want to be in service, if they want right. B2C or they want B2B? And then what does that process look like, you know, through choosing the franchise and vetting the franchise, talking to uh, other franchisees, going to that discovery day, all of that stuff yeah. is in the book. And it's a very conversational book. You know, I was actually told by everyone that wrote, read it and, and the reviews that came in on it that it was such an easy read. That it was such a great, wow. um, great help for them when they were going through the franchise process. And, and I didn't do it to make money. I, I did it to right. give back to the sure. community. And it really doesn't even talk about image one other than the history of what we do. It's right. not a commercial for our company. It's right. really to help people that are looking for a franchise to, to figure out what, they, you know, what direction they should go and, and that they make yeah. the right choice. It's so important because, I mean, we've been doing the podcast now for 14 years, Tim, and I found the same thing is that, you know, uh, and it's interesting because I think a lot of times when people start the process, they might have a a preconceived notion of what they'd like to get into. But in many instances, once they start the process, they find themselves going into a totally different type of franchise they never even expected, you know, and I I guess it's important to, I'm going to have to read the book, but, you know, I guess to have an open mind when you're going through this process as well, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I can tell you that uh, of the franchise owners we have, a lot of them came to us never expecting to, to be in the yeah. industry. Right. Um, but when they looked at it, they said, hey, this is, you know, it's a low-cost investment. It's home-based. Right. I don't have to go out right. and, and spend all this money to build a building. And, right. and really, it's, it's everything I want. I just never knew that I could do this in cleaning. Um, and we've had other people that came in and they, they thought, you know, hey, cleaning is something I'm passionate about. I love to clean, you know, and I'm like, but is it, is it really the business that you want to be in? And sometimes right. it is, sometimes it isn't. Right. There was right. a guy that I talked to a couple of weeks ago. I mean, he was so passionate in our first call talking mm-hmm. about how he wanted to start a, a comedy club. He loves doing stand-up comedy and all these different things. 
and I, and I told him, I said, you know, buying a franchise might not be the right thing for you. I said, exactly. no one else that you talk to is going to tell you to go and do something other than their franchise. I said, but I am. Right. I said, if, if you really have that much of a passion about that, figure it out. Go and do it. Don't, go for it. You know, don't do this if this is just something that you think might be right. okay. Do that thing exactly. that you're passionate about because if you love it, it doesn't feel like work. And that, yep. you know, that's something that's so important, too. And, but he, then he shared with me because he's still actually considering buying with us. Because he said, you know what? He said the timing for that isn't right right now. And he goes, I, yeah. I, he goes so I want to use the image one opportunity to, to build um, to, to build the next to that, that I'll need point. to open right. up that that right. comedy club. I was like, that's right. awesome. Is that is that your goal? Right. We can help you get to that eventually. You can do that. Fantastic. Right. That's that's yeah. what we'll do for sure. That's true. That's, that's, that's a great story. So I, I can ask you the next question, Tim, as the founder of the organization. I mean, what are Image One's plans for the future? I mean, if you could look maybe three years, five years down the road, where do you see the organization? You know, we're, it's only been a couple of years that we've actually moved out from the Chicago market. Mm-hmm. We, we had our, our foundation in Chicago. We've got over 50 franchise owners in the Chicago market. We've just started going out beyond that area. Uh, actually, my two sons, who are 23 and 25, uh, operate in Southwest Florida, wow. and uh, they're, they're running the franchise down there. They've been around the business since they were, you know, since they were born. Babies. And um, <laughs> they, they, they both decided, hey, this is what we're going to do, you know, and that's, and great. that's great. And then my brother decided, he worked for us on the corporate side, he's, you know, he goes, I'm going to go out to Denver and run a franchise out there. So he did that, and then we've got wow. a, a few others that are across the country. So we've got about five outside the Chicago area. And uh, so it's, it's really an exciting time for us because there's so much prime territory across the country yeah. that's available. Right. And right. It's, it's, so, so our growth over the next three to five years, it, it's really just beginning. I mean, the foundations that we put in place in Chicago over the first 10 years were yeah. everything that we need to, to, to really explode. And we've got all that in place, all the, you know, all the policies and procedures, everything is documented, yeah. the videos are done, the training program's in place. And now that we're starting to roll it out, it's, it's, it's really an exciting time. So really, it's, I don't even know what the next three to five years is going to hold. I yeah. just know there's so much opportunity out there, and I'm excited to, to, you know, to bring it to so many different markets and, uh, and share the, the concept with everybody. And uh, you know, those people that want to you know, come along with us for the ride, you know, if they're a good fit, we're all for it. What's the best way, Tim, for our listeners to get more information um, on becoming an Image One franchisee? So the franchise opportunity and even the service itself and, and even the book, if you want to plug that one more time. I'm going to get my hands on the book, by the way. Um, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds fantastic. So the, the, uh, the, the website for Image One, if you're interested in the franchise, is ImageOneFranchise.com. And one is spelled out. Okay. So image One O-N-E, Franchise.com. Okay, great. And then there's also a website that's uh, geared more towards the franchisees, you know, marketing their services to the, uh, to the end user clients, and that's right. image1usa.com. Um, but for the franchise, you know, they, they can look at either. There's good information in both. Um, that, that would be the, the best way to get information. Okay. There's, there's lots of free downloads on there, and they can fill out a, a contact us form, and then we'll, we'll reach out to them and talk to them. If someone is interested in the book, uh, they can find it on Amazon. Uh, no new ideas. Um, if they just Google "no new ideas" and put my name okay. after it, or on Amazon and search it, it should come up, and they they can get that there. And um, you know, that's, uh, that's I, again, I think it'll help anyone that's in that franchise yeah. uh, looking for a franchise. It'll help them through that process. 
That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Tim, and I'd already like to invite you back as, as you continue to grow because I think you have a very strong franchise opportunity at Image One. So I, I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Well, thank you for the opportunity to be here and talk about it. I really appreciate it. And um, anytime you'd have me back, I'd be more than happy to come. Thank you, Tim. This has been my pleasure. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.